0: This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, white people try to police us off the face of the earth. Rapist cops are running rampant on Rikers, and is it so hard to let black people enjoy things? Black people, we're talking to you. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay.
1: Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. 5, six, seven, eight,
0: nine. It's the tin crack commandments. I had a dance to this. You did? What grade? Eighth grade. Was it fun? Was it good? Yeah, we used the intro part. Like one, two, three, four, Uh five. We had um, actually, sorry, wrong song. The Biggie song. It was who the fuck is this? Page okay, that's all right. And we had like fake beat pagers and we were like, "Who the fuck is this?" Page and me like with that, looking at it annoying, and we. That was
1: cool. I wrong pages. song, but it was worth the story. Yeah. And I enjoyed Then, it, that then it broke into a
0: Foxy Brown song. And I'll, I'll be good.
1: Yo, everybody did. Every high school <laughs> dance to that. Every high school dance to that. I was in junior high oh excuse us early early. and i wore an
0: outfit that i had to sneak out and i didn't tell my parents about the show Mm -hmm. and they came and i was like shit i'm not supposed to be wearing this i only
1: did a sneak out once and it was a barbie bracelet that i decided i was gonna (laughs) make an earring (laughs) (laughs) i was like this about to be an earring but i'm not allowed to wear earrings yet because i'm unnecessarily christian you ready
0: yes welcome to tea with with queen Queen and jay we We are two two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea tea. dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one one episode episode at a a time time. i'm queen i'm jay and this is tea with with queen and jay and that was delicious that was really tasty how are you i'm great Good.
1: good 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 how are you i am good um, I have gained mad weight. This I'll year. be good. Hey, look <laughs> at you. Look at you. Full circle. I gained mad weight this year. I did as and, it
0: added, as did I was right. actually
1: looking at one of our old like tea with Queen and Jay pictures. I was like, wow, we were small, we were very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we were smaller. <laughs> That's that woman weight. That's that woman weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so I'm dealing with that. <laughs> it actually wouldn't be so bad if I had clothing that fit. So I'm dedicating, um, some of this time and some of my uh tax return money to purchasing clothes that fit Mm -hmm. and then after i actually feel good about what i'm
0: wearing because it fits then
1: i can figure out um next steps
0: i like that process because people usually it the reverse like i'm gonna lose weight and fit all my clothes and it's like no because you're just gonna discourage yourself yeah
1: i need to feel good about myself right now because there's nothing wrong with my body you know what i'm saying yep, really the the things about it that make me uncomfortable is that i can't find clothes in my closet things i used to wear mm-hmm. they just don't fucking fit
0: i just so, hate being out of breath for no reason
1: and then there's that I'm shit like, What the fuck? and then there's that <laughs> so yeah it's a little bit of that and then i don't know if i told y'all but um i went to the doctor and i might have a one like a gland issue mm-hmm. going on or whatever because i gained weight but i just my weight always kind of goes up and down but i've never gained weight this fast and Mm -hmm. i thought it was just because i was getting older but i think i have a little bit of a gland issue that i need to go back to the doctor fucking hormones
0: motherfucking hormones
1: (laughs) anyway so i'm glad you're good i'm good um if
0: you'd like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast you can do that by using our hashtag hashtag tvqj you can mm -hmm. use that on twitter instagram facebook insta stories we like that shit we retreat, we whatever platform you use, we show a love according to the platform. So use a hashtag.
1: Use the motherfucking hashtag. Also, we are recording this podcast at ICN studios that's indie creative network if you go to icn.dj there is new content for us by us every hour on the hour they are streaming videos there's motherfucking articles up there there's podcasts it's all type of it's a it's a wonderful collection of fucking black work and black thought Um, so definitely check that shit out and if you're interested in recording at indie creative network studios there's, uh, I'm sure, a link on there to do that shit.
0: So yeah, yes. Okay, we told out. you where to go. You, yeah. you look for the links and shit.
1: We fucking did it. So now we're going to get into libations. For anybody who doesn't know, libations are when we pour one out for the people, places, and things that are giving us black joy. And we pour one out for the homies. They are our black ass shout outs. Yes. So what you got for us?
0: Um. So I want to pour libations for all the listeners who tagged us in that For Harriet post.
1: Yes.
0: Thank you for that. Appreciate that. I noticed we got a lot of new followers on our Instagram after that post, which is really dope. And then I wanna extend that thank you to all of the listeners who have been tagging us and shit throughout all of this. So we get tagged and stuff on Facebook. Definitely. We get tagged in a lot of things when Mm -hmm. people ask for What's the podcast to listen to? Blah, 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 blah. We get tags and lots of things. Berry of Podcasts and Colors always tagging Mm -hmm. us and shit. Mm -hmm. So everyone who has ever tagged us in anything. Yeah,
1: tagged us and stuff. Sent us shit for us to apply to or whatever. Whether we chose to do it or or not. not. um that stuff is important to us it means something we see it we acknowledge it and it, it makes a difference you know what i'm saying it really does. like it really does make a difference in our reach and who discovers this podcast exactly. because we're not we're not celebrities we're very special but we're not celebrities exactly. so it's not like oh janicia and naima have yeah well we're, you know. we're
0: not jay and i are not the draw
1: right right so we rely on word of mouth yes. we rely on our interactions that we have yeah, with people, people when we're out person. we rely yes. on you all sharing us with other people mm-hmm. so we just want to make sure that y'all know that we value that and it's incredibly important to yes. us that you've done it and continue to do it so
0: Keep thank you doing it and thank you yes
1: what I are have, your libations i want to libate people who let people enjoy things okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> i want to <laughs> lie bait those motherfuckers who see something they're like you know what that's not my thing i don't get why people like this and then they shut the fuck up yeah and they let people have their black ass fun exactly. and their black ass joy you know what i'm saying let people enjoy shit if it's
0: not stop, stop policing people's joy stop policing
1: people's joy if it's not white supremacist patriarchal capitalism if it's not hurting us if it's not tearing us down then let motherfuckers let enjoy that shit, be. yo. Let them it costs be. It cost you nothing. It costs to you shut nothing. The fuck up. It costs you nothing. There are several movements that I have witnessed and I've been like, I don't I get don't, this. Yeah. And I don't know why people like it. And not. I actually it annoys me and I never want to see it again. But is black people liking this thing? I'm gonna leave this alone. Because yeah. honestly, especially when it comes to people who have platforms and people who people look up to and shit like that. Yeah. For people who have platforms, for me, i know that the words things that i say matter you yes. know there are many people who pay me no mind mm-hmm. as they, and they should the, the, continue the, to pay pe- me no mind there are but, lots of people where right there are people matter. who fuck with me so if i see people who fuck with me enjoying something that's harmless you know what i'm saying it's not for, for me to then come out and say i don't know why y'all like that this shit is whack that's that to me that's chipping away at somebody else's joy so um libations to motherfuckers who let people enjoy things yo just let people live let people live let people live
0: if you would like to donate to tea with queen and jay if you would like to help sustain this podcast and help us progress you can do that also by donating Mm -hmm. visit tea with queen and com. hit the donate tab and there's where you will find two options we have two. we have our paypal that is where you could drop any amount you want at any time however many times you want no commitment there and then we have our patreon that is where you are subscribing and we are asking each listener to give us just $2 a month $2 you could choose to give us more or less that is up to you we're only asking for 2 which is $24 a year and that is a, just a little bit of a commitment that is taken out of your account every month and um yeah those are the ways you donate patreons remember mm-hmm. make sure your address is up yeah, update your
1: address yo update your address update our your address. Our, <laughs> our patreon like what we give back to you it just continues to be the podcast because yes, we rarely have the podcast
0: have, and shout outs on the show
1: exactly exactly because we rarely have additional resources but we might have some additional we might resources.
0: have some so update so those addresses. update your
1: addresses make sure your address is in there so that we can use it when we need to uh, mm-hmm. We will not open any credit cards in your name as of yet.
0: Um, There's no way you can do that.
1: No, nah, no, I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> Don't be scaring people like you're that. Right, it's real right. out here on these streets.
1: That, yeah, that's absolutely right. Shit. We will not steal your identity. Don't. Yeah, so update your address. Speaking of donations, mm-hmm. we have a donation libation. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, we do? For Ray um ray broke us off on the paypal that's actually my internet homegirl who i've never met in real life hey
0: internet home hey. Girl. Hey.
1: thank you so much ray ray says i love y'all and i love this podcast and we love you back yo yeah, thank you for putting some money in the collection plate it will go far we love you and appreciate you Damn, yes.
0: so quick reminder we are doing a series
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Our Dear White People mm-hmm. review series called Dear, Dear Black People. People. We drop that series every week on Wednesday. We've done two reviews so far. Two episodes. Yes, right? yeah. we've, done, we've done two episodes of that podcast so far. Um. So please check those out and check out the new ones when we drop on Wednesdays. Yes. So for anybody who doesn't know our schedule, we drop regular episodes of Tea with Queen and Jay every oh. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And our review series drops on Wednesdays wednesdays yes
0: to get you over that
1: hump yes so we have yep, we have three three episodes of that podcast series left so but they're always there they're motherfucking timeless if you have watched the dear white people series which we are thoroughly enjoying this season Mm -hmm. if you have watched that series please listen along with us you can watch the series again and listen or we do a play by play so if you've seen it you'll definitely remember the episodes and you can still tap into the the commentary and get all of that good shit
0: and the great thing about this us the great thing about us reviewing the series is that it's a Netflix series. So you can mm-hmm. always go back. Yes. So if like you listen to this particular episode next year and realize we're doing a series, it's still on Netflix. Yep. The episodes that we reviewed are still here. Absolutely. So it's timeless. Timeless. Timeless.
1: It's evergreen content. This be a, evergreen. There you go. Um. Yeah, so be sure to check that out. Share it. Like it. Talk about it. All that good shit. I'm enjoying it i am too yeah yeah I it's enjoy. a great it's good i really like reviewing things that i enjoy
0: i always prefer to review things <laughs> i enjoy the only thing i enjoy hate watching is power
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so great yeah because it's like ridiculous enjoyment yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's not harmful it doesn't right, harm me
1: right 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 speaking of it. things that harm we did a review series <laughs> on she's gotta have it that netflix series so that if was you want <laughs> Perhaps, yeah, it wasn't. No, it was. Um, if you want to go back and listen to those, you can do it. And also, you can listen to these reviews without watching the show. So, if you're somebody who doesn't get into binge watching, if you're somebody who just yeah. doesn't watch anything, um but you want to kind of get into the commentary and stay on yeah. top of what's happening, we, we literally do a walk you
0: through the whole yeah. episode. Yeah,
1: so you will you'll be able to keep up with us and get in on all that stuff without watching it. If watching it is not your thing, yeah. Don't, so don't
0: listen to while she's got to have it. Don't watch. She's-
1: <laughs> i didn't say that don't put me on record as saying that okay. don't, I Janicia did not say that
0: lot of jay has nothing to
1: do that i don't have anything to shit, do shit i don't
0: that. got shit to do with your identity theft Eva. let's put that on the record <laughs>
1: <laughs> bronx stand up okay um another thing another motherfucking another reminder thing. oh it's summertime coming my favorite time of summertime. year hey
0: Oh, it's it's supposed to be party time, but I'm changing it. Okay. Summertime. Sounds awkward for me, Having but a okay. Party. Everywhere that oh my crew my goes and every show. Okay. Is that, a, is that even the same song? It's party time. Okay. That's how it goes, but I was saying it's summertime. Okay. But you got confused. I did. I'm sorry. So we I cannot party this. together. I'm
1: awkward. So, we're throwing our Juneteenth after work kickback.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're throwing that on June 19th, which is Juneteenth. We're doing that at Vaughn NYC. Um, that's on 3 Bleaker in New York, June 19th. That's a Tuesday after work, 6 p.m. Come through. This is a free event that we do every year to celebrate Juneteenth. For anybody who doesn't know, Juneteenth is the day that slaves in Texas got word that they were free. That's several because years. Because the white
0: people didn't tell them. Of
1: course not. That's several years after the Emancipation Proclamation. And that happened around the country where slaves got their freedom, but were not we're made not aware told. of their freedom um, for quite well, some time. Well, after Juneteenth. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it is the only American, only American, only black American holiday that celebrates that. And if
0: I was HOTEP, I would say some of y'all are still slaves. No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
1: It's funny, cause it's true. in a, In a lot of ways, yes. it's it's true, and it's hotep, and it's it's, yeah, a, lot, yeah. it's a lot of layers to that. Yeah, let's, let's get back to the let's party. Let's get back to the party. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a celebration. Everybody is invited. We do a lot of like podcast centered stuff, but everybody is invited. Yes. Invite your friends. We're gonna just be there celebrating being black and free. And yeah. it's important to us to take a moment to acknowledge our freedom, to gather and connect in mm-hmm. our freedom, to share in that shit. Um, so come hang out with us, yo. It's free. Did I say
0: all the details? Yep, you said the address, you said it's free, and
1: that's the most important (laughs) thing. All right, cool, yeah. So we will have an Eventbrite link for that where you can RSVP um, soon. That will be up soon. Look out for it. Save the date, June 19th.
0: Totally.
1: Oh, my God, I have one more libation that I forgot. Okay. We actually um, were invited to go and see Happy Birthday, Malcolm and Lorraine. So that was a presentation um, that happened at the Schomburg by Changing Perceptions Theater. They did a performance on May 19th, which is Malcolm X and Lorraine Hansberry's birthday. birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was in commemoration of their joint birthday. They had six new generation black playwrights interpret portions of speeches and interviews by Malcolm X and Lorraine Hansberry. Celebrate their birthday to celebrate their legacy and their history. And it kind of intertwined that legacy to the ways in which it shows up today. So we went... It was fucking dope. Yeah, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. There were several of those plays that like spoke to me directly, mm-hmm. and so I liked it a lot. Yeah, cool.
0: I, I was sitting next to these old women, and um, one of them fell asleep. Older,
1: <laughs> these old women.
0: They no, they were old. <laughs> okay. Um, and one of them fell asleep, mm-hmm. and then she woke up towards the end. It was like a spoken word kind of hip hop portion. Yeah, and she woke up around that time. She didn't sleep the whole time. She okay. slept on one particular play. She which, took naps. Which I also probably would have taken a nap for. <laughs> so I was happy to see her do what I just okay. couldn't do. You saw,
1: herself in, you saw yourself yeah, in I mean, her. Yeah, she's
0: doing what I can't do. Got like, it. I'm going to be like that one day. Got it. Then when the, the last play um, came on, that was more of a spoken word hip hop type mm-hmm. of thing. And when he was saying his punchlines... She was getting them. Yeah. Like she was like, mm.
1: I was yeah. like, who's, who's yeah. That's grandmother yeah. this. I think that's, that's um, the spoken word audience.
0: No, no. But it was like, she was like, res- she was, her call and response was very hip hop. It wasn't like mm. churchy or like mm. what I would assume would come out of a woman of that mm-hmm. age. It right, was like, right, mm. right, right, it was right. It was like different. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah. what's up. Well, Jay-Z is like 50 future. years old. So no, this like, woman was older than that. Okay she's okay. the type of old that you would assume she would be like who's playing that rippity rap oh she's like, that yeah, she was so like, she's like that old so she's like
1: a hundred she
0: looked a hundred then. yeah okay she's, all yeah. Right. so I didn't expect her to be like mm, mm. yes mm, like, all oh, right okay yes I, I really enjoyed her yes as well as the play yes yes
1: i enjoyed thing. it yeah, I so libations so. to that shit and libations to like black art and black playwrights and black motherfucking plays and shit yo. yeah
0: that was another thing too i don't go to plays a lot yeah and i remember being at work and we were talking about plays mm-hmm. and i was like i prefer musicals and they was like why and i was like i don't know like plays without music you should just get too deep and i'm just kind of like mm. no i don't want to do that yeah. um but I think it's because a lot of plays that I've gone to have always been very white-centric. Okay. So I'm kind of just like, I don't care about your pain. I don't care about mm-hmm. your trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. I don't care about those things. Right. So being watching that and seeing that, even though I've, I have gone to black plays, I just don't go a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, nice to see like that and not to just take it all in. So okay. now I realize what it is about plays without music yes i don't like all right yeah i fucks with that Mm
1: -hmm. so they do this every year so be on the lookout for that next year it's happy birthday malcolm and lorraine they call it the same thing every year Mm -hmm. sometimes i think they do they do different things surrounding that um so look out for it It happens in harlem at the schomburg center
0: yes are you ready to get into the show i'm ready to get into the fucking show let's do it Let's do it. <laughs> I was about to say that song. What? But I don't know the words. Let's do it. That's not even the words. <laughs> you know, that's going to take your time.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what kind of tea are you drinking?
0: I am drinking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, the way she picked up the tea bag because she has no idea It is hilarious.
0: I'm drinking black tea with a lemon twist.
1: Oh, how is it?
0: It is good. Okay. The reason why I picked it is because it reminds me of me, because I'm black tea with a lemon twist. And <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to address that. I'm drinking uh, matcha green tea latte. That's what I'm having. Thank you yo. for not
0: drinking Corfe.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm I trying to do better that. with that. On days when I'm not tired, we're recording in the daytime now, mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to try and stick to tea on those days. I'm going to try and get my rest the night before and stick to tea you know okay that
0: is how we started this podcast yeah it is it is it is what are your pronouns
1: my pronouns are she her and they what are your pronouns my
0: pronouns are she and her what are your affirmations um, my affirmations, I think I'm going to keep them the same as last week. Okay. So I'm a bad bitch. Yes. I am enough. You are. And I am going to be more active and um, attached to that is the 5K that I'm running. And if you want to donate to the 5K, if you want to donate to pushing me to stay my ass off mm-hmm. the couch mm-hmm. and running, um, you could do that. And the link is in the show notes. But yeah, so those are my affirmations. i actually been doing really good mm. working out. I didn't go to my dance class one day this week, but- I, during torrential rains yes okay. it was like a fucking i don't know what that was Monsoon. i've never lived i never lived in rainy season mm-hmm. so i don't know what the fuck that was <laughs> okay no so i um still exercise even though i didn't do that so i exercise another day. so i'm still like you know doing things i'm gonna get to the point where like i exercise so regularly it's that when i don't life. my body's like bitch what you doing right so right, right. I'm, I'm gonna get to that at some point okay okay
1: yeah. i like that i support those affirmations what are your affirmations mine are uh, i affirm that i am not a lady per usual mm-hmm. i affirm that i am enough per usual and i am affirming financial stability and, abundant wealth and ew, abundant health cuz that's the feeling that i want to have i like
0: this i keep lot. that shit yeah i'm affirming abundance that.
1: yes i'm affirming it um i met someone who makes jewelry and they gave me a jade ring to mm-hmm. put on my left hand which is my receiving hand
0: yes i
1: and like that and i wear it to receive all the good things that I'm going to get, and then I'm going to keep and yes. hold on to. So Mine. This is mine. Mine. Mm-hmm. Mine. And ours, because community. Yes.
0: So. It's not a white supremacist mine. No.
1: <laughs> it's, an, it's an ours kind of mine. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's mine is, is ours kind of thing. Exactly. All right. So what you got for us this week? Oh, you know what? Before I get into that shit. So about two weeks ago, we were talking about the movie on True TV, the documentary about apu what's the problem with apu or mm-hmm. the problem with apu um by Hari kundabolu and i kept referencing south asian folks as southeast asian folks mm-hmm. i did that the entire fucking episode it a fucking travesty i remember yes yes thank you yeah so my bad you
0: because i also didn't know so. yeah
1: there we go so my <laughs> bad for not checking that um And for uh, having you all endure that for an entire episode. And libations to everybody who lovingly uh, checked me on that. Everybody was very... I mean, you didn't have to be nice. So, um, first of all, thank you, period, for checking me. I don't think you
0: said they checked you.
1: No, I don't mean it in that way. I mean, like, checking me, like, letting me know, like, hey... You made a boo-boo. They just corrected you. Yes, correction. (laughs) But I didn't mean it with those negative connotations. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yo. So thank you for that information that I could have Googled myself before charging in the wrong
0: direction. Thank you for that. And uh,
1: apologies. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't
0: know how how to say it like that. Um, no, I, like, your apology makes sense. Yeah. I'm talking about all the other stuff you said before, like, not yeah. Googling blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know, shit happens. No,
1: shit does happen. But I guess why I say that is because I know that that's an area that I have confusion in. And I should have, I should have Googled that beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of, I think there are times when people know that they're not certain of something.
0: Oh, so you knew you weren't certain. I,
1: I knew that that, I knew that I have been uncertain of that. Mm. I did think that I remembered checking it at some point, and I did think that what I was saying was right. But as somebody who creates content, I should have because I know that's an area of confusion for me, I should have double checked that before got now. it. So.
0: okay,
1: yeah, got it, got it, got it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so what's happening this week?
0: So, we are going to talk about gentrification and policing. Oh my god, so much fun! Yeah, um, so Jay and I. As many people who live in the United States notice this abundance of gentrification happening all across the country. Sad. Very sad. We've also been noticing, well, we've always knew this, but because of the heightened media attention to the police calling thing, Mm -hmm. um, we've always known that that's happened, but now there's like heightened media attention to that. So there's that. Mm -hmm. And there's a connection between those two things. So we wanted to talk about that here today. Um, Basically, a lot of... Gentrified places, gentrified neighborhoods, use policing as a tool to gentrify and further that Mm. process.
1: It's an arm of gentrification. It's a way to reinforce the ability to gentrify. Yes. And it's the difference between... Becoming a part of a neighborhood and colonizing a neighborhood. Yes.
0: And generally, well, not generally, always gentrification is a colonization of a neighborhood. Yeah. And instead of just going into these spaces and adapting to what has already happened. What's already existed in the community. They tend to do the opposite Mm -hmm. and call the police when you're having a cookout by the (laughs) right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I um, looked into some articles and I found one on that was on the Atlantic titled The Criminalization of Gentrifying Neighborhoods. And I just got a lot of good information from this article, stuff that I kind of already knew, but mm-hmm. I kind of needed something to, you know, you're kind of taught in school to, like, find evidence to support your argument. Yeah. You know, damn academia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found some things that was really interesting. So um, here's one. Thing that I got from there. When low-income neighborhoods see an influx of higher income residents, social dynamics and expectations change. One of those expectations has to do with the perception of, safe, of safety and public order and the role of the state in providing it. The theory goes that as demographics shift, activity that was previously considered normal becomes suspicious and newcomers many of whom are white are more inclined to get law enforcement involved loitering people hanging out in the street and noise violations often get reported especially in racially diverse neighborhoods so it's kind of like the series that we hate and she's got to have it okay you call you're in a neighborhood and everyone everyone knows that noise is not noise right so you know that that House of the block always has this party every 4th of mm-hmm. July. And you know that those boys always sit in front of that store. Mm-hmm. And you do all of these things that you just, it's just common right. neighborhood shit mm-hmm. um, that even the police in those neighborhoods knows is common shit in those neighborhoods because right. it's not an issue when it's just those people in that mm-hmm, place mm-hmm. but when white people move in now all of a sudden that stuff is criminalized so right. now you're loitering even though you always stood in front of that store yeah
1: when the, and the community because the community looked like you because the community would see you often they knew okay these people these are just kids they're not a danger these are just maybe they're not maybe they're grown men they're not a danger yeah. it's nothing happening over here they're just hanging out because mm-hmm. we don't necessarily maybe we don't live in a neighborhood that has yeah. backyards and green space so we gather on concrete
0: yeah but even the police in those neighborhoods are familiar with they know that they already know that because those things are not criminal acts Mm -hmm. and no one is reporting them as yeah no one's reporting them and the police aren't even reacting to them Mm -hmm. because that's just how the neighborhood is but as soon as the demographic change now that is a criminalized behavior people are now calling police and the police are not saying well that's nothing anymore Mm -hmm. now it's something now laudering is actually a criminal offense right now loud music is like a thing whereas before the police didn't even care mm-hmm. at that point because you didn't care about the people in those places right um so it's, it's like a cohort they're, they're both like kind of like working together to like mm-hmm. fulfill that gentrification um need to push us out right like where i live currently i live in east new york so i've lived in two areas of East New York so the place I lived formerly I didn't hardly saw police Mm -hmm. and I was maybe about seven blocks from the precinct Mm -hmm. and I didn't really see police a lot when I saw police it was because there was reacting to something that had happened so maybe someone was shot or maybe someone Mm -hmm. was robbed and then you'll see police but when I was moving from that area when I started noticing the some buildings looking different some restaurants creating outside seating which is just like fucking weird i don't know why like, people like love eating outside but whatever <laughs> I, I do it personally i, I do no eating, eating outside, outside is fine right. but they have to do it like this restaurant <laughs> is not valid if you do not have outside seating true. like it's like a thing true. it is a fucking thing true. it's a thing true because i enjoy outside eating too mm-hmm. but it's like a mm-hmm. an indicator mm-hmm. it is right um so i started especially
1: noticing. in new york where a lot of our sidewalks we have sidewalks that are large enough for outside seating, but we have a lot that are not. And, and East
0: New York, they're not large enough for that yeah, shit. They're yeah. not made for that. But they're making it happen. They're not built for that. Yeah, It, that, it wasn't designed with that in mind. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. wasn't. So I started noticing outside seating, and then I started actually noticing police officers walking around. Yeah. I didn't see police officers walking around when mm-hmm. I lived over there. They were just like in their cars or at the scene of a crime, right. but not like actively patrolling the neighborhood. To keep people of color in check. Exactly. To keep the locals in yeah. check. That wasn't happening when I first moved to that East New York right. neighborhood. Now, now where I live now, it is it's not. I don't see gentr, like I don't see gentr- gentrification happening closely by mm-hmm. me. So I don't see police at all. Right. But I know as soon as it gets closer to me, then I'm gonna start seeing police again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just as we talk about often, it's just annoying to see how much resources are allocated to a space when a certain type of person yeah moves into the neighborhood, like. Uh, even though police mean something way different for me than it does to a white person mm-hmm. it's fucked up that now you care about this space and this property yeah. because a certain person is there. it's not
1: even there's that element of it it's the care there's the caring about the space and the caring about the property and the caring about the cleanliness and the upkeep and all that yeah. stuff there's the caring about all those things but then there's the other element that uh you're talking about which is the Making white people comfortable. Yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Making new residents, the priority residents, which are white people, making them comfortable, making it a space where their cultural norms are elevated and protected above everyone else's, yeah. which includes the way that black folks interact with space, the way that black folks interact with uh, noise, yeah. what, what we consider noise, and what we consider a part of the energy and the atmosphere of our communities, exactly. whether it be black children playing and making noise, which is acknowledged differently um, than white children playing and, and, making, and making noise, noise. Yep. Um, whether it be our music, which is often drum circles or our hip hop or our Frankie Beverly and Mays Mm -hmm. playing from whatever window or balcony or stoop.
0: I know like for me as a kid, that loud music was always like, Loud salsa music, and it mm-hmm. just was what it was. It's just a part of yeah. It was just like okay. It's just built in, and that's a part La of why music was like yeah, right, yeah. Okay. It's a part of why
1: it. I was always afraid um, to not live in an apartment mm-hmm. because I'm used to the sound of the surrounding people. Yes,
0: totally. And
1: because I lived in a community where those surrounding people to me were culturally reflective of myself. Yeah, those noises, those sounds, whether it be salsa, whether it be reggae, whether it be hip hop, all of those things were just a part of our community and a part yeah. of our noise. Or like um, when my mom did buy a house, we we're still, you know, the houses are still connected, mm-hmm. um, and you still on a weekend, you're gonna hear soca and reggae music until two a.m. Yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, you're gonna hear it. it that's what's on, on the weekends in particular, that's that's just what it is. That's that's summer life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so. We respect that. Yeah. We respect each other. And if you're somebody in the neighborhood who doesn't like that, you close your window or you put soundproof curtains, whatever, if you need to go to bed early on the weekend. Or many of us sleep through that shit.
0: I've, I've, I sleep through it. It's a hum to it. I sleep through it. Like, I know for me, when I moved from the Bronx to Brooklyn, for some reason in the Bronx, hearing, like, loud salsa mu- music or merengue music, mm-hmm. I could sleep through that. But when yeah. I first moved to Brooklyn and it was, like, loud soca and reggae mm-hmm. music, for me, that's, like, the dancing music. Mm-hmm. I. I couldn't go to sleep at right, first. Right, right. But then right. I'm just like, well, this is where I live, so I'm just going to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't going to call the cops on motherfuckers because yeah. they was playing Mavato. Right, like, that's right, not what right. I was going to mm-hmm. do. I just eventually was able to go to sleep because mm-hmm. you were while adapting the to the new community that yes, you're in rather you, than trying to police it, it mm-hmm. and change it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and also, you understand the danger that is presented when you introduce police um, into a situation with people of color.
0: Yeah, totally. You know, it totally. presents,
1: it creates. A dangerous situation out of a situation that's not already dangerous. Yeah. Somebody could die. Um, they could die on the scene, be killed on the scene, mm-hmm. or they could die in police custody. Yeah. It's dangerous. It is unsafe to call the police on people of color and black people in particular. Yeah, for
0: things that are not, like, crimes.
1: Right, right. And and more specifically, dangerous. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is somebody gonna die? Is someone gonna be killed? Is someone gonna be raped? Is someone going to be stabbed or die in a fire. Yeah, someone or some being shit.
0: robbed. It's is is you know, like mm-hmm. it's there are huge indicators. Um real suspicious activity, right. not someone pacing up and down a block. Right, right. Or not not your
1: white discomfort. Yeah. Not your I'm not used to seeing a black person of this size. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not used to um sitting next to Black people who are talking loud, laughing, communicating with each other, using their hands and shit like that. I'm not used to it. I'm going to call the cops. You know what I'm saying? mm -hmm. It's dangerous. And you have to weigh as white people or white presenting people, you motherfuckers have to weigh your power Mm -hmm. and know that your word... And many of you know this. You know that your word means more than mine. You know that your word means more than the black person who's call- who you're calling the cops on, or the yeah. person of color. So the cops are not going to show up necessarily and look at the scene and and determine, okay, what's really happening here? What's right? What's wrong? Yeah. Or kindly say to this gentleman, oh, okay, can you take this noise down the block mm-hmm. or, you know, do this or whatever? They're going to come. They're going to believe whatever white person is on the scene and it will often result in the harm or death of that black person yeah. or the criminalization, the Unnecessarily criminalization, the creating a record for somebody who didn't have a record, Yeah, exactly. the adding to the record of somebody
0: who may already unjustly yeah. have a fucking record, or like having to go to court and all of this shit to yes. take care of whatever ticket they got yes. and all of this stuff. It's, it's not just okay. Unnecessary it is nutrients. not okay.
1: Your words mean things um that they should not yeah white words mean things that they should not I actually had a conversation about this with somebody at my job because we had a black freelancer who just was not a fit mm-hmm. and the white guy who hired him on the team their report back to the agency i read the report and it was like the guy wasn't a fit but that doesn't mean that he's not capable this this person, this black person is not capable of being a fit elsewhere and Mm -hmm. the way that you your language here the way that you did that the chances of this black guy being able to just go to another place and get another job They're slimmer than if this guy was a white guy. The Mm -hmm. bounce back is different. So you have to be careful with your words when you are critiquing. Just when you're talking about black people, be careful with your words. Analyze them. Are you saying this shit about this black person? Would you say the same shit about a white guy? Number Mm -hmm. one, are you judging them fairly in the same? And number two, acknowledge the weight of your words when it comes to black people be very specific if he just didn't fit for you know this job then say that shit but you made it sound like that nigga who's sitting at the table eating babies you know what i'm saying and how's he gonna bounce back from that that's what i said that's what i told him <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> eating babies. right you not know, about to have somebody asked out I literally
0: put to someone eating babies that's what
1: it like to me you are not about to have this this black person asked out because they weren't working fast enough that's different yeah that's very different very different and you have to be mindful of the things that you say about people of color because we we will not bounce back from that shit the likelihood of us being able to bounce back from a negative critique is different Mm -hmm. it's different than it is for white folks and you have to be aware of how your words affect people you know what i'm saying
0: i wanted to go further and talk about Police and policing. So, like in these instances and in these neighborhoods of gentrification, like I said earlier, there are things that were not seen as criminal before. Right. So, Loitering is always something that is on the books as something you shouldn't be doing in New York. If the business says or the home says, mm-hmm. don't be here, mm-hmm. right? But how come it's now something that you need to question people about because of the new residents in the neighborhood? Right. So I want, I like, I kind of want to question the, pol- the police now, who all of a sudden now they want to arrest people, now they want to ticket people, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And I think that some of the conversation needs to go towards that also because yes, these motherfuckers are calling the police, but police don't have to arrest people. Police don't have to mm-hmm. fuck. Can give out tickets and all of this shit if they know that just two years ago as they was working and patrolling that same neighborhood they would have just kept walking themselves right. and not would have uh, wouldn't have right. giving people whatever they're giving them so like I think a I think a, attention needs to be put at that too yeah. and that conversation needs to be highlighted also mm-hmm. because it- That's how motherfuckers get arrested in Starbucks. Right, right. And
1: it also is a reflection of the new surrounding community, right? Because if you have a cop who shows up in a pre-gentrified community and they show up to arrest somebody for loitering or whatever, the neighborhood is going to resist that action. Yes. The neighborhood, you know, mother so-and-so or sister so-and-so is going to be on the corner and... They're going to say, why are you arresting John? Yeah. Why are you arresting him? What's the problem here? Whatever. And we're all going to come outside and it's going to be exactly. a fucking problem. But with these post-gentrification neighborhoods, the white residents support these actions. They yeah. support our criminalization. Mm-hmm. They support our arrest. Word. It's cleaning up the streets yep. because black people are to be eradicated. We're fucking dirty computers, to use that reference mm-hmm. for people who get it. That's
0: just. I just roll my eyes.
1: I know because it remi- also reminds me of, for anybody who's read Bitch Planet, it's, it's that too. There's a bunch of different metaphors for that, but um, we are black people and they want us eradicated. They want us dead. They want us in jail. They want us in positions of servitude. And if at any given moment we Mm -hmm. are not doing one of those things to service white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, they arrest us. They kill us.
0: And another thing that changes is the police, the arrival time. Mm -hmm. So police come a lot quicker when the gentrification process is happening right. so i've only called the police on someone one time but it was because i needed to get this bitch out of my house mm-hmm. they literally took 45 minutes to come wow who knows what was happening you know i'm like look i need this person out of my house now mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah blah you took 45 minutes to come mm-hmm. call times are generally a lot shorter
1: for right. white people
0: so it's a th- those are those are things that um, we've all known common knowledge when you're a black person or a mm-hmm. person of color in these kind of neighborhoods how the policing changes mm-hmm. when the people changes right. so like even if I'm thinking of I don't know the call how quickly the police came when that woman called for the police in the Starbucks mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it was quicker than if f- someone called the police on these black men maybe two years ago before that Starbucks was there mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's just mm-hmm. all of that stuff changing the way they police is as it's as if, I don't have any evidence for this, but it's as if the police chief says, okay, this neighborhood, anybody calls, you come, you do, you know, like these, mm-hmm. it's, it's as if they're ordered to, like, do this well, that, stuff. That React happen. in this way. Right. Do this way. Right. We have to clean these streets sure. and all of that, when, all new, of that when
1: new properties go up, when new um, when new development. Uh, agencies or whatever the fuck those are called those planning bitches yeah all that shit happens like the police are involved in that Mm -hmm. people are aware the cops are aware of what buildings are going up on what is turning um into a business area they're aware of all that stuff they're all tied into it so yeah it's not above them to be like okay our focus area is this area Mm -hmm. or whatever um and uh, that's really what black lives matter is all about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because our lives traditionally have not mattered. So when you call when you actually do call the cops and most of the time when black folks call the cops, it is because somebody is in motherfucking danger. Yeah. Because you know we saying? call the
0: cops because we have to call the cops. Yes. We don't just carelessly call the cops. Nobody
1: is like, oh let's call the cops. Maybe they can help us figure this out. Yeah. Like no, we don't do it's that Because yes, it's it's dangerous. Dangerous. it
0: is. Yeah, it just reminded
1: me kind of how um you know the um, dance Africa and the festival, the yeah. bazaar that happens mm-hmm. surrounding that. Just how the buildings have gone up in that area and that that space has shrunk like the space that we have for that festival has shrunk like it used to spill out into the streets and there would be vendors up and down the streets in front of businesses um it would just be people hanging out and because of the development in that area they built a, a fucking building or two buildings on where a whole ass park used to be you know what yeah. i'm saying it's just that that space continues to shrink and I notice that there are more police kind of keeping it contained. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like black joy is being contained. The ways in which we celebrate and enjoy ourselves are being contained. It's the same thing with Harlem and the way that we used to celebrate Harlem week. Yeah. Um, and Juneteenth mm-hmm. um, and how we used to be all up and down 125th Street. We are our joy is quarantined and we are limited to certain areas with the use of yeah. law enforcement. Similarly with with Jouvet, similarly with the Caribbean Day Parade that happens yeah. the day after. There's,
0: um, in this article, I didn't mm-hmm. write it in my notes, but yeah. in this article, they talk about um, someone, I, their name escapes me mm-hmm. in the state of Washington. Ever since Malcolm X assassination, Mm -hmm. they have had drum circles in this park.
1: Malcolm X Park, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yes for his birthday. Mm -hmm. Had these drum circles and as the neighborhood got gentrified and all of a sudden complaints happened and now this drum circle has a curfew. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you said, quarantining black joy, limiting black joy, closing the space and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just the ways in which we gather and celebrate one another and enjoy ourselves is just it's it's far and few and in between the allowance for that space yeah, yeah you know? saint
0: patrick's day parade is flourishing and
1: then that shit is the fucking purge it's yes it is the fucking it purge is. yo catch me outside on one of them days okay i'm no that's an accident if no. you see me out there it's because i ain't know it was saint patrick's day <laughs> check on me bring me home please i don't that's the day i plan to be indoors because yeah. any manner of racist shit could happen to you yes with, with them drunk white people out there <laughs> fuck that yo fuck that shit Oh, also, just to highlight, uh, I was listening to the Brown Liquor Report um, podcast recently, Mm -hmm. and they had a similar conversation on this, and they're all DC local, so they were talking about a lot of the things... Um, and changes that were happening specifically to dc so i thought that was really interesting Uh so check out that episode of the podcast i'll include that in the show notes um yeah it's just interesting also to hear about it in dc which was known as chocolate Chocolate city City. you know what i'm saying and you know i used to live in dc no i used to live in maryland which was like but where i lived in maryland was very close to dc so Mm -hmm. i was in dc all the time or whatever and it was a special fucking place you know and so it's just interesting to hear of the changes and whose whose lives now matter because yeah. all of this is black lives matter related the yeah, way in which is. we are totally. allowed to exist you know it's just really sad or that or that we even have to use the word allowed you know what i'm saying we, we are policed word. we are policed word. so it's stressful as fuck it is mm-hmm. oh well while we're talking about it i did mention dance africa yo go to that shit Word. Go to Dance Africa. It is happening Memorial Day weekend. It's a three-day festival that runs, what is it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yes. Yeah,
0: Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They have an opening show Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Is yeah,
1: we'll include the link to that in the show notes as well. Um, but it's really a good time. I'll be out of town, unfortunately, but it's really a good time. And it's a good, um, it's good energy. And it's nice to connect with black folks throughout New York. So. Word, word, word. Do I'm, that. Do that shit while we still can. Word. So let's do pay black women. Give
0: me your fucking money. <laughs> um, so pay black women is the segment where we pay black women and we pay indigenous women. So if you have a black women-owned business, black women-owned organization, a black woman who needs money. This also applies to indigenous Mm -hmm. women. Um, Let us know. Send us a link and we'll showcase it here. Or sometimes when Jay and I spend money with black women or indigenous women, we showcase that here as well. Yep. So this was actually sent to us from Tina, um, a listener of ours, Nice wise Lady. She's actually been a guest on the show before. She sent us a link, a Twitter thread of a woman whom offers Yeah, so she has offered free therapy service biweekly for five black women in a a D.C. area. And this has been like a very um, positive experience for her. And she wants to continue that. Um, And to help her continue that, she is asking that people donate money. She has a PayPal. The reason why she's not doing GoFundMe is because GoFundMe takes large fees Mm -hmm. from uh, when you donate or whatever like that. So she has a PayPal link and you can donate to that there i think it's cool that she is offering this offering this free mm-hmm. therapy service yeah Um, I don't live in DC because I would apply. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) It's also it's also a good business model. So the women that she offered free service to, they all signed up for therapy with her. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's cool. And then if you're somebody who can't afford to sign up for 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 therapy going forward, I think that one session is a good way to like Mm -hmm. open up some things that maybe haven't been opened up or visit up some things that you need to visit yeah i
0: left out her name i don't have her actual government name Mm -hmm. but her twitter name is at country counselor if you want to visit that Mm -hmm. and And it's country spelled (laughs) c-u-n-t-r-y which i like yeah country country. (laughs) um yeah so it's pretty dope and it's like it's community she's a person who has the skills and has Mm -hmm. the resources to provide something yes and she is tapping into community to Mm -hmm. get the funds to do it Mm -hmm. and to also give these services to these women so it's really really dope
1: and it's also you can be a community ass bitch and it still fit into like your business model exactly because i'm I'm
0: sure she has other clients right she has other
1: clients and this has helped to even build her clientele exactly um it's just a new way to think about the way in which we engage with capitalism and ways to incorporate um community ass thought into, into the capitalism. ways, into the, into capitalism and the ways that we make money, and to and to change capitalism because yeah. it's not working the way that it is.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yes. I like that. Pay I, black I woman. really enjoy that. Pay black woman. Cool. and
1: thank you, Tina, for sending that to us. Thank you, Tina. She was actually on our episode. What was the name of that episode? Disability to white. That's
0: what we. I called think it.
1: that's what we did. I think that's what we called it. Yeah. So she was on that episode with May, and uh, if you go back, you can listen to that shit. It was a good one. Yeah, it was. It really
0: Maybe really I'll was put that one.
1: in the show notes too. Cool. Let's do that. I'll yeah, do, let's that. do that. Do that.
0: Do that. Let's get into news that's not
1: news. And let's news. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news. That's not news.
0: So what is news that's not news?
1: News that's not news is when we visit stories that are maybe not publicized or centered in mainstream news. Or they are stories that are being centered in mainstream news, but we um, view it from a womanist race nerd perspective.
0: Because we got the keys. Trigger warning for today's news that's not news story. What's um, the warning? Um, rape. Okay. This story is from the Gothamist. And um, three Rikers Island correction officers accused of sexually assaulting a female detainee for over a year. Mm. She had filed a complaint nearly a year ago, but they hadn't released her name because she was still in Rikers Island and they didn't want to put her at any more risk. Mm -hmm. But she has now since been moved to an upstate prison. She was arrested. She was convicted of a robbery that then turned into a murder and she pled guilty. Um, So that's why she was in Rikers Island or whatever. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to read... More which details. is uh
1: notoriously been labeled as one of the worst um prisons prison. yeah but it's actually it's actually going
0: to be closed down and and what is it about they're trying to close it down I within a 10 year period not or something like enough, that yeah. not soon enough mm-hmm. at all but yeah this prison has this prison in new york has been known to just be a horrible 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 prison mm-hmm. so i'm gonna read some pieces from the article kelly spinelli Ordeal began at the Rose M. Singer Center on Rikers Island in September of 2015. While jail was locked down, Officer Steven Santiago, who had a reputation for abusing female detainees, came by Spinelli's cell and ordered her to pull her pants down and touch herself for him her lawsuit says. After this, the lawsuit says Santiago has Spinelli transferred to a housing unit under his control, where he worked regularly. In that unit, Santiago, allegedly visited visited her cell and made her masturbate for him after three different times. Then according to the complaint, Santiago made her visit him in the bubble, that's in quotation, a guard post adjacent to the entryway to the housing unit, ordinarily off limits to detainees. Containing the switches Used to control the opening and closing of cell doors as well as a double set of airlock style doors that control access in and out of the unit. Inside the bubble, Santiago allegedly showed her pornography on his smartphone and made her bat and made her masturbate for him six more times. One of those occasions, another male CEO was present, the complaint stinks. During that time, Santiago was doing this to her. A third officer David Johnson allegedly came to her cell and told her to show him what she does for Santiago instead of offering her protection. Three months later, Spinelli reported the abuse and agreed to cooperate with investigators and wear a wire for them. The wire captured Santiago telling her not to say anything to anybody. According to Prestia, that's a lawyer, prison officials did not take additional measures to protect Spinelli um 5 months later in late September 2016 officer Nana Osei came to Manelli's cell in the middle of the night and demanded that she follow him out of her cell down a hallway into a broom closet where he raped her according to her assault um him walking to her to the broom closet, closet was also caught on camera so there's like video evidence mm-hmm. of that but even with all of this happening there hasn't been like a formal charge for any of these officers involved And the assault. What's happened to them? They got fired? No, nothing. They haven't even been charged. are, Are they still working? Yes. She has filed a lawsuit but they oh. still have not been charged they are still working so that is the news that's not no story that's
1: triggering as fuck
0: as hell um it was really triggering for me i had i read it like 3 times okay but i felt that the full story should be read because Why? of the extent of her continuous abuse okay and the evidence that they have so they have the wiretapping they have the video of her being walked to this broom closet mm-hmm. where she realizes that she was raped. Mm-hmm. And these people still haven't been charged with anything. And they're
1: still work. We we know they're still working on rape. Yes, right? yes. What also is something to note is that um, I, I, the Brotherhood of Law Enforcement in which one of them is raping somebody and they share it with another motherfucker. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I'm sure it was shared with... Um, officers who chose then not to rape this woman yeah you know what i'm saying so they're silent they're complicit in their silence and then there are the officers who we shared this information with and they're like oh, okay so this is the one that i can target and further rape yes you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and this is because also you have one victim nothing has happened so it's like okay now this is a target now mm-hmm. she becomes a target for further abuse Yeah. as opposed to trying their rapey ways on somebody right new. Yeah. It's like, okay, we already have this one victim that we can continuously yeah. abuse and get away with. Um, Did you say the officer's names, all of their names? Yeah, I did. Can I we say them, them again? I read
0: them. So the officer that started the abuse was Steven Santiago. Mm-hmm. And then... The additional officer is David Johnson, that's the one who came to her later and was like show me what you showed Santiago. Mm-hmm. And then Nana Osei is the one who brought her to the broom closet. Okay. Um so those are the officers' names whom were have been who were abusing this woman for mm-hmm. almost a year, actually right. almost a little over a year.
1: Right. And I just want to remind everybody cuz a lot of times we like to um when it comes to men and their abuse of women whether it be rape whether it be domestic violence uh no matter what what it is um these are people who have these niggas have mothers they got sisters yeah they got daughters you know what i'm saying none of that matters your proximity to women does not matter at all it does not matter in uh when it comes to um men who use their power to oppress um women or yes. anyone who does that we're, yes. we're speaking specifically of the power dynamics and the patriarchy that supports rape culture um so yeah none of that shit matters it doesn't matter if you were raised in a house by with all women it doesn't matter if you were you know raised by your moms or whatever the fuck rape culture is built into our society and we help to support and uplift that and fuck all of those officers who know that this was ha- knew that this was happening and yeah, said nothing say, and, say and and say thought that their good deed was not participating yeah. that's not enough it's motherfucker. not at
0: all I also wanted to add the reason why I read because um, there were some things that I could have not said to, I just wanted to show how free they were to do whatever they wanted to do like they right. brought her in the bubble that's where all the control room was where all mm. of the things that you wouldn't all of the things that are there that you could use to like op- escape and like open the pr- open the doors for everyone else and all of this stuff. Like they mm-hmm. brought her in that space. Like right. that's how much they just knew that they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they are that according to this article, there is nothing said about them at the very least breaking that code or breaking mm-hmm. that whatever. I'm sure she wasn't supposed to be in there. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're not supposed to take a prisoner right. to a broom closet. Right. Like even if you're not addressing the rate which they need to be and mm. I would want them to be even those things are fucking things for you to say yeah. you violated that and that's not even a fucking issue Right? Yeah. You know? so yeah alright well fuck those people fuck all of them
1: Um, and uh, we hope that they uh, go to jail and to lose jail? their livelihood
0: Word. seriously it's ridiculous so. and I want to say that it's, it is commendable and very brave of her to share the mm-hmm. story um, especially because she is still in prison yeah so who knows you know yeah. how this could play out for her during right. while she serves her sentence she won't be released until 2020 mm-hmm. um so that's still two more years of her being in police prison custody and who knows because there's a brotherhood <laughs> you know right. so yeah
1: okay um on to more fun shit let's throw a motherfucker in the pit
0: yo this is really fun shit. i'm into it let's I'm do it, it. motherfuckers in that pit
1: new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time
0: The pit. you want to tell them what the pit is yeah so the pit is the opposite of libations Mm -hmm. basically the pit is where we throw people who kind of try to fuck with black joy um the people places and things that fuck with black joy Mm -hmm. go and the pit, the motherfucking pit. Yes. All right. Speak on it. What you got? Um. I think we have the same pit. So. Okay. My pit is. No, it is the same pit. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah.
1: It's it's your pit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. The killers of Black Joy, right? Mm-hmm. In particular, mm-hmm. when it came to this wedding,
1: the royal wedding, the royal
0: wedding mm-hmm. that happened. Right. Ooh, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't see it. I didn't, no, I, didn't, I didn't care. I didn't watch
1: it either. This was um, the wedding of Meghan Markle to, what's the baby's name? Harry. Prince Harry. To Prince the Harry. The only reason
0: why I remember his name is because I have a weird thing with gingers. And he oh is a ginger. God. And, okay. This is a queen fun fact. Okay? So Malcolm X was a ginger okay he was fine <laughs> she- uh- <laughs> right
1: so their wedding their wedding um if you're in the u.s their wedding was mad early on um in the continental u.s their wedding was mad early on saturday morning yes
0: um, it was actually on malcolm X's birthday but you know
1: yes fun fact <laughs> yes fun it fact. was on malcolm x birthday um, and so, if you are in the continental U.S., you had to wake up at the crack of ass to watch it. And a lot of black folks did that, and a lot of black yeah. Twitter and black social media did that. Was lit up with can that actually, shit. You
0: actually it's streaming on ABC if you wanted to see it now. Oh, okay. I noticed it um, this okay. morning.
1: Um, and and what what is special? Even though it was a lot of black folks that got a hard on for the last royal wedding, yeah, I which was that. just two white people marrying each yeah. other. This this was special be- to a lot of people because Meghan Markle is a black woman. She mm-hmm. is a biracial black woman. Yeah, and so. They that made it extra special for people who are into that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And some, actually like i'm not into weddings some people are just really into weddings
1: right i'm also not into wedding culture so yeah but yes yeah, some people are just into weddings some people just like to there are people who are not into weddings but enjoy the um communal nature of black ass social media exactly. which i personally enjoy so mm-hmm. sometimes y'all are watching something that i don't care about but i'm following your tweets exactly because is funny Same. and i enjoy Same. fellow black people Same. you know what i'm saying Same. so um so yeah there were a lot of different reasons that black people engaged in this royal wedding mm-hmm. and it's not lost on us that um you know the uh english empire is <laughs> the fucking the the fucking arm of colonialism yeah that uh america that raped and pillaged america you know what I'm saying? World. Um, the world. <laughs> excuse me. And they're a fucking problem. You didn't
0: speak English or Spanish because they right. fucking like, Because of that.
1: Right, right. So it's, it's not lost on us that that's like, you know, this is a, uh, their existence as the royal family is a physical manifestation and living representation of- of colonialism yes so it's not lost on us no nope. and we will continue to do our work here every week yes. as tea with queen and jay mm-hmm. to remind everyone that that shit happened yeah. um that doesn't take away the fact that a black ass woman is now a fucking duchess yeah it and
0: uh good times and then when it came to because i didn't like i said i didn't want sweating but from people's tweets and facebook posts mm-hmm. like there was a black pastor yeah the um, black pastor
1: there was a young black cellist yeah was there the
0: choir was a bunch was of a black women choir with there. all of the black girl hairstyles all the black girl hair serena williams went to a effect. wedding and cornrows like full this. cornrows you know, braids down her back down her little little i think she might have had a side pony she did she a and these are the things pony. that i was seeing people celebrating mm-hmm. they weren't like yay we're you know they weren't right right, um, right. happy about white people
1: they were yeah, happy or, about or, black
0: stuff that exactly. makes black, that makes white people uncomfortable all the time mm-hmm. in this white space. Yes. That is what I saw. Yes. But that's what I saw. Right.
1: Right. That's excitement. Right. I, I saw, saw that. Or even like when I think about the things that like white people went up for, um, for the last royal wedding, which was pip what's, what's her name? Pippi? I don't know. Whatever. The sister of do I just know he Kate. got
0: married and his hair fell out. You talking about the first name? Oh,
1: his hair was already on the way out. Oh. Yeah. You talking about, which prince is that? The older one. okay I don't know what That's what we'll call him. I don't remember his name. We he don't, don't remember got either, hair. And it's not prince. red, so I don't remember him. Okay. <laughs> um but no, the whole thing was about how uh how Kate Middleton's sister got a fat ass, which is hilarious. <laughs> this is what white people were saying. How much they enjoyed her bottom, her rump, whatever her they bum. call it, her, her t- bum bum or her tush. Um so yeah, those that was odd. So a lot of stuff that white folks went up for were odd and weird as usual mm-hmm. um and there were things that we were enjoying about this wedding that were particularly yeah
0: black. i heard that the pastor brought up slavery like he was hey. in the fucking i don't know where they were mm-hmm. buckingham palace right. i don't know where they, this marriage mm-hmm. happened but he looking in the queen's face and was like slavery like Hello. if that's not Bring the black, up. like come on that's if me mm-hmm. and jay would do that mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I don't know how to officiate right, weddings, right, 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 but right. I will officiate a wedding and make white people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like th- that, for me, is mm-hmm. black joy. So mm-hmm. I understood all of that stuff, and I fucked with all of that stuff, even though I did not care about this wedding. I right. didn't care to see it. I didn't care about anything of that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't use that time to talk about me not caring.
1: And that's who's going in the pit.
0: Yes, you motherfuckers. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I just let people have they fun. Yeah, I didn't have to say this is stupid. I don't care. I don't care about weddings. Um. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to say any of that shit. It doesn't matter. Right,
1: right, yeah. Yeah, so the people who who dedicated much of their... Why? First of all, why are y'all if, niggas awake? If, if you, but my, <laughs> if you're not watching the world wedding, why the fuck
0: are you awake that early on a Saturday? They probably they wasn't up. They just woke up angry. They woke up hey, angry, rain on breath fix nigga and Like anymore. that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. So that kind of inserting themselves, and I think that is nothing wrong with like like a thoughtful critique. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I saw none. There were none. <laughs> right. 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 Like, give us a thoughtful critique. But a lot of it was just like the actual like. Uh, shitting on black joy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so like i don't know think about shutting up or think about like a, making a thoughtful critique think, or
0: think about actually not caring
1: or that. So you don't post anything. Or that. <laughs> I I, but care. I would I would read a think
0: piece on that
1: that didn't have a hateful, clickbait-ass yeah, headline. Uh, but that's headline. not because they don't
0: care. That's mm-hmm. because they see something that needs to be critiqued. Right. There are people who just, I don't care. So if you don't
1: care. Right, like, right. Just don't care, yo. Go do something else, girl. It's other yeah. stuff. It's times when y'all be watching stuff and I just be tweeting about other shit that's yeah. totally unrelated.
0: I'm a huge I don't care advocate. I say I don't mm-hmm. care about things a lot. Right, right,
1: right. right.
0: If I talk about something, it's because I care. That's Mm -hmm. just just Mm -hmm. the bottom line. So if you actually don't care, then, you know, maybe you should not
1: say anything. Yeah, Let people, um, black people in particular, life is hard, yo. If you see a black person enjoying something and it's not hurting you and they're not enjoying it and saying, I'm enjoying this because most black people don't enjoy it. As long as they're not doing that shit, as long as they're not being white supremacists in their enjoyment of some shit. Let motherfuckers enjoy their we shit, shit yo. Let pe- and, and it also filters into there were a lot of people who were enjoying it and tweeting about it, but putting qualifiers at the front. I don't like weddings, but, or I can't believe I'm enjoying this, but, or I don't care about the royals and the royal wedding, but, and then talking about how much they're enjoying the shit. Just fucking enjoy that shit, yeah, yo. just
0: enjoy it. Just yeah.
1: fucking enjoy that. And I find that a lot of times because of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, black women in particular, a lot of times will find themselves qualifying things before saying, i enjoy this thing yeah you know i'm not this type of of woman or or to really further devolve that shit i'm I'm not not this type of female yeah but i'm not the type of female that da da. -da -da -da, but But. this is cool i love it you know what i'm saying like just love your shit yo you are allowed to enjoy and like all manner of shit you do not have to qualify that shit to show that you're not a certain type of bitch because bitches are bad bitches are
0: great all of us are fucking great They're bad bitches.
1: Hey, (laughs) yes, women are wonderful. All different types of women are wonderful. All different types of femmes are wonderful. We don't have to qualify our existence to appease the white supremacist patriarchy. Word. We don't have to do that. I want to throw another,
0: another, I want to throw some other motherfuckers in the pit, and this has to do with this. Through the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Through the limit. Okay. Okay, so there are also people whom. Anytime anytime we see women happy, anytime, yes. we see woman things, anytime we see women enjoying things, anytime you see women conjugate,
1: they charge the door like that baby in the walker. Yes! Like,
0: like, let women enjoy things too. And mm-hmm. also, let womanists and feminists enjoy things
1: yes. just because someone is a yes. feminist or a womanist yes. does
0: not mean she's anti-marriage yes. does not mean she doesn't enjoy seeing a bitch happy in love mean she doesn't don't mean she don't like pink
1: yeah. don't mean she don't like frills it don't mean that she doesn't appreciate uh, fucking courtesy and shit you know what exactly.
0: I'm saying I am not a fan of weddings mm-hmm. I go to weddings and be crying like a bitch yeah. like yeah. it does not mean that it does mm-hmm. not mean those things I don't, I don't even think I hugely believe in marriage but I like to see people happy right. and if that how you wanna do your love and mm. express your love or express your bond and like do that thing mm. or like I just hate seeing that also. Well that's
1: a means that's a means of um weaponizing something, right? So you have people who don't understand Uh, womanism who don't understand black feminism and so they use any joy or delight that we have they weaponize that shit to use it against Mm -hmm. us and so um a part of what we're suggesting is
0: if you happy about this you don't
1: even know what feminist is get out of my face it's like those people who talk about oh i didn't so so now when black people do this it's not appropriation you don't even know what appropriation (laughs) is get out of here you don't even know what this is get go away How about you go <laughs> learn what this is? I picture, you, know, how, like, you need more people. I picture the old lady out of the door like, get, get, yeah. get, get away from my boat. Get, get, get out of here. You don't even know what this is. You cannot ask me. You can't make a comparative statement. You can't ask me no shit if you don't know what this is. Yeah. If you, and while we're here. While we're here. And I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Stop. I was listening to a podcast. Yo, stop inviting Women who we said that we're womanists. We have said that we are black feminists. Stop inviting us places and then playing clips of white feminists talking. Okay, stop it. Stop asking me about the shit that white feminists say stop doing it who does that I was listening to a podcast recently it's not the first time that this has happened because people do not acknowledge black women they don't acknowledge our thought Our theory. their books have been written about black feminism and womanism there's mad all books. type of work The, the there's all yeah, of us there's books. all of us that exist around that we do podcasts on it we talk Nada, about the shit the fucking tweeting yeah, the yeah. Are doing and the and yet and still when y'all have questions when you have and this is not something that you and I do we very rarely will be a guest on a show that's not already not in line with, with like yeah. our politics and yeah. it's just it's just for our self-care and our safety um, but we we know other womanists and other black feminists who um, are gracious with their time and will go on a podcast and educate motherfuckers you know what I'm saying that's their choice
0: good luck girl
1: okay right but that's their choice right so when we see these people doing this if you have somebody who is kind enough to share their time with you you in danger girl right <laughs> You have somebody who's kind enough to share their time with you and talk to you about um, what is black feminism, what is womanism. When you have somebody who's there to do that with you, since you don't know what's going on, do not fucking play a clip of some white woman talking about feminism. Don't do it.
0: Talking about wage gaps and shit. So talking about
1: shit that where they're not even thinking about us. Yeah. Okay? Like, how? Ha- like don't do that shit. If you don't know what that shit is and you had you decided that it's not worth your googling because you're you're focused and so centered on whiteness, then just leave us a fucking alone. Mm-hmm. Leave us alone. Don't invite us there. It's just so irritating to me to 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 me it's to me is violence.
0: And that's why honestly that's why I prefer the word womanism mm-hmm. because you would have to do some googles if right, I'm always saying womanism right. you will have to do yes. some googles if I'm saying yes. black feminism black feminists you're gonna they're show gonna, up they're, somewhere they're gonna, and they're gonna, they're gonna all they're some gonna some see is person. feminism, feminism yeah. and feminism is some white shit yep, that's yep, always what it is if, they're gonna do that because
1: they will ignore black every time and even black people I'm yes. talking I'm talking about black people yes, black exactly. people will ignore black every time especially when it's associated with womanhood yes. because we are notorious and, and society in general has taught us that black people are men and that women are white yes you know what i'm saying and so where do black women where do black women show up in that yeah so So
0: stop if i'm saying womanism and mm -hmm. i'm marketing myself or whatever as a womanist, you're right. going to have to do gonna a Google. You're going to have to look that shit and up. And when you do the Google, you're going to see black women.
1: Right. And I'm not going to show up to your stupid fucking podcast where you play a clip of some white woman who don't never think about women of color At and all. ask me, so if this is feminism, what are your thoughts on what this white bitch just said? Because we've been saying the whole time we've been At the door. womanists and black feminists from the door. On we the don't door. fuck with white feminism. It makes me so angry. It does. It you, makes me so angry. You know what,
0: Bitch. I think we did a show. I think we did a fucking show. <laughs> I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and cool down. <laughs> <laughs> Think about oh that God. abundance of wealth and all yes, that true, from true, the beginning true. of the episode. I am affirming
1: that I am enough. <laughs> I am not a lady and people like me. Okay. Right. Oh, gosh. Um, so just a reminder before we before we get off, before we log off, Juneteenth is coming up. Please mark it on your calendars. We want to see every motherfucker out we there do. high-fiving, giving dap, celebrating with us. That is June 19th. That is on a Tuesday after work from 6 to 10 p.m. We will be in New York City at Vaughn Bar. Yes um we will be there kicking it in the basement as usual this this is a free 99 event black ass fun black ass joy that's what we're all about we're gonna have
0: cake okay
1: I think we're yeah. gonna, have, I don't know. I think I want to get a Jay cake. Jay wants this cake. Year. So we're gonna have I cake. cake. I think we want cake. Me and Jay were out
0: yesterday. She was like, they said it was gonna be cake. I don't I'm even like cake. This bitch don't like cake. I'm just <laughs> a festive
1: ass bitch. I will get a cake and I will, I'm not gonna eat any of it. You I know? just I just want to have a cake. I
0: thought that last year. You like, she could get a cake? I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, in my head, I'm like, you know, you know. I'm getting a
1: motherfucking cake, yo. i going eat that
0: shit. It's gonna be cake. <laughs>
1: it's gonna be candles.
0: Happy birthday to Black. Like, what are we gonna speak?
1: don't test me what i will put candles? that shit on the cake <laughs> i will put happy birthday free blacks <laughs> on a motherfucking cake it'll be all
0: black icing and it'll be a fucking rum oh black God. cake on the inside don't test I me can't, i can't right. i cannot be sure to follow us on the social Me do that we are on instagram and twitter that is at t with qj we are also on tumblr and facebook and you just search t with queen and j there mm-hmm. we have a website t with queen and j.com com. Yep. what else do we do
1: um our personal social meds are i'm at janicia f on twitter and instagram you can follow us there you can talk to us about shit with the show or whatever
0: cool cool and i am at the queen speaks with an s and an underscore sometimes my k and s doesn't sound like different things that's why i always do that okay and (laughs) 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 sorry i thought it Vogan. i couldn't remember what i was gonna say you can send us t-mail um tea with queen and J at gmail.com yeah, also you can donate to our podcast that is at our website twithqueenandj with queen and mm-hmm. com. true
1: that be sure to listen to our dear white people review series dear black people that drops every wednesday um yeah yo catch up on that shit we're everywhere please know that you can listen to this podcast rate subscribe all that good shit soundcloud itunes Castbox. excuse me itunes aka apple podcast apple the purple podcast. app <laughs> 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 um in all the places where you listen to podcasts we are either there right now or we about to be there in like two minutes about to
0: be there flavor in your ear. hey hashtags
1: hashtags black lives matter say her name stop killing trans women all
0: black lives matter
1: disability to white all trans lives matter
0: black panther too
1: lit black panther too lit wakanda forever wakanda salute
0: hashtag t with qj hashtag potting hashtag pods and color hashtag
1: potting live nyc yo libations to all like the fruit that's coming from pot and live it's nyc yo it's motherfuckers fruit. doing collaborations Wait. it's motherfuckers making plans with one another
0: hashtag community hey it's <laughs> motherfuckers
1: that have ideas that that they birthed um from coming to and experiencing pot and live nyc yo mm-hmm. so libations to all of you who have helped make that happen what else anything else um
0: that's all i can think of you have any other hashtags
1: um not that i can remember i
0: guess hashtag
1: Hashtag June motherfucking Tenth, yo. Look yeah. it up. Alright, peace. Smooches. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected one, uh, person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women.